Hello and welcome to FGC Philosophy. This is where we level up inside and outside the virtual arena by talking about topics and having guests on the show that I think matter today. Today's topic is all about commentary. My tips, not my top tips, not my top five, but just tips that I have on how to be a better commentator. This is from my perspective. I just wanted to share my opinion on what it takes to be a better commentary from my point of view, from what I've observed and also what I've learned from other people like Sajam or Ultra David or James Chen, people like that. I think commentary is a fantastic thing that is very fun to do, very rewarding, and it actually helps you get better at understanding how these games work. I did a live stream recently and someone asked me, how do you become a better commentator? What tips do you have for being a better commentator? And I'm gonna share that conversation with you guys. I'm doing things a little bit differently here. I just wanted to share that conversation and help you guys level up. So make sure if you like this, you leave some comments, get that conversation going. How do you get better at commentating? What do you do? What tips do you have for commentary? Leave that down in the comments down below. If you are listening to this wherever you podcast, thank you guys so much. And of course, I have to mention a few things. Patreon.com slash philosopher. If you guys like what I'm doing and you want to continue to support me, make sure you go over to patreon.com slash philosopher. And as little as a dollar a month can go a long way in helping me upgrade my equipment and being able to travel to new locations to do in-person interviews. I actually have some equipment amassed now so that I can do a proper interview in person, but I can continue to upgrade that. And I look forward to being able to do more and more of that. So thank you guys so much for your continued support. The last thing I have to mention are audio books. I don't have a lot of time to do traditional reading. I still do try to read when I can, but when I'm not, when I'm driving around or traveling or exercising, I listen to audiobooks, and I do that through audible. If you guys have heard me talk about books at all, uh, more than likely I have been listening to the audiobook, whether it be mastery or the art of learning or mindset. <laughs> uh, I listen to a lot of audiobooks and I, I do that through Audible. And you guys can actually get your first month and a free book from Audible over at taviannapier.com slash audible. Tavian is my first name. If you guys didn't know that, usually I go by the philosopher, but I have a website, taviannapier.com. So yeah, go over there, get your free audiobook and get a free month trial to Audible. So all that said, let's just hop right into this next episode. Five tips that I have for like on commentating. And I think some of this is general. So you can we can have a conversation after this and you can ask me more detailed questions, but at least this will start to get the conversation going. But number one, and this is in no specific order, it's just what I remembered it in, uh, which is funny because the first topic is remembering. So if you can't remember the name of a move, make one up uh, or look it up. But if you can't look it up, then just make one up for it that you can call it. Just make say the statement once and then after that, just roll with it. If you have a name, a nickname for a move, then just go with it because you don't want to spend a whole bunch of time going, uh, that, um, what, uh, what's that move called? And like 8,000 things have already happened by the time you try to remember that move. So just make up a name so that uh, if you don't know it, I don't know how well you know the roster, but like with Street Fighter, there's certain characters I don't know much about, uh, which I'll get into another topic as well in, in a second. But if I don't know the name of a move, um, I'll either use a really general one, like, oh, it's a DP, 
DP motion or something like that. Everyone, you know, there's universal terms, but it's also like if there's something very specific that doesn't have a nickname already, or you can't remember that nickname, just make one up. It'll, it'll be more personable for you anyways. And just stick with it every time you commentate for the rest of your life. And that like, that's why you have like yipes and, and all these other people, because like the Millie rock would sell from Dragon Ball. It's easy. It's either more iconic or they can't remember the name of the move. I've seen, I've seen people do that. I've even seen people like kind of say it in their own way. Like they just like, they can't remember a name. You just make one up. It, it's, it's like you uh, brand yourself a little bit. Second topic is breathing. If you notice the last couple of sentences, I was a couple of sent sentences. It's hard to breathe. It's hard to talk when you can't breathe your nose. <laughs> so take care of your health is a bonus topic. Uh, but no, uh, breathing is really important because you want to be able to enunciate. You want to be able to talk. You also want to be able to be heard and understood. Uh, if you get too excited, it's important to get excited. But if you, if you get too excited during certain parts, you're not talking well enough. All your words start kind of blurring together. Trust me. I know when I'm editing my own, uh, sentences, my own podcast, I can hear the, the waveform is like one long waveform for a whole sentence just because I, uh, I like don't pause in between them if I don't breathe and don't take my breath. But the other reason it's important is because it's, it's you, you don't want to get distracted. Um, so the third topic is, is focus only on what's going on now. Uh, and part of having to do that is making sure that you're paying attention to nothing else. So like, don't pay attention to anybody talking to you. Like if they're talking to you, unless they're like touching you or something, just ignore them and focus only on the match. Unless it's the person that's that's running the tournament that's talking to you. Unless it's someone that's like a staff member. Uh, if it's like a random person or a friend, you know, during downtime, that's fine. Like if there's nothing going on. But like uh, if you're actively commentating on a match, nothing else matters except for the, the director, I guess I'll call them and in the match the players that's it depending on what like if you want to go more towards professional commentating this is like a must if you're just trying to be you know if you're just trying to be entertaining and you don't really care too much about profession then you know you can acknowledge people but just be aware that it's going to deter from the people that aren't there that can't see who you're talking to so they just see you having a, they hear you having a conversation with somebody that's that that has nothing to do with anything. So you, that's why I would eliminate it because like on a professional level, it just doesn't look good. But on an entertainment level, it's also not very fun when uh, somebody's talking to somebody else. Unless it's like a super chill situation, like something at our, our locals, I think for the most part, like we could get away with that uh, until we start getting more and more intense with the tournaments. And then we have to like make sure no one's bugging us or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, focus, uh, not just not just on like external there's internal, like I, I struggle with ADD. So like I have to meditate, I have to exercise in order for me to maintain uh, mental presence. Anytime I'm in a tournament, I'm listening to music, probably because it, it helps me focus or definitely because it helps me focus. So I, I recommend just making sure that you keep in check. Breathing helps keep you present. When you're breathing, it's hard to be stuck in the past or thinking about the future because it's a physiological thing, but also blood flow helps the brain. So the more blood the brain has, the more oxygen the brain has, the more blood flow it has, the more blood flow it has, the better it can really work. It's it's basically an organ or a machine. It works very well when you give it what it needs, when you give it sustenance. Sustenance? Yeah, it, it, it's important. So breathing is multi-useful. So take a few breaths. Um, you know, try to do it away from the mic. Like, you know, if you have a microphone, you want to like put it away and kind of just, you know, if you have to catch your breath, if you're noticing that you're talking a lot and... You're not like taking breaths and pausing in between. Make sure you take a few seconds to just breathe. Uh, let your partner talk for a little bit. And while they're talking, catch your breath. 
That's why they're there. This isn't one on my list, but another another tip that I have is to kind to 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 get used to the flow of your co-commentator. If you're commentating with somebody else, you don't want to talk over them, but you don't also want them talking over you either. Uh, there's a few different bits of advice I can give with that depending on your personal goals versus the, your co-commentator. Some people you may have to talk over because they won't shut up uh, and they won't, they won't get the hint. I should say like, they, they just won't get the hint. So they'll keep talking. Uh, you need to find a way to kind of interject, continue on with what they're saying, but then also point out something else that's going on that you notice that you really want to see. Uh, and then kind of on that note, sometimes it's important to like, if you notice something and you want to talk about it, but it's like 30 seconds ago, save it for after the match is over almost like analysis rather than bringing it up in the middle of the match. So it's like, oh man, that thing was sick, but like the other person didn't notice it. He was talking, you know, you want to make some points on it. You notice something that maybe they didn't, you know, bring that up when they're choosing their character or, you know, they're doing a rematch or something like that or after the set's over and the next person is getting up because you're going to have some downtime depending on how organized the tournament is. Uh, so save the things that you didn't get to talk about for when the next players are going on stage or when there's like some downtime between like character select. It's a long pause or thinking about who they want to play or just killing the clock for a second to kill the momentum. Uh, that's that's sometimes where you can there's going to be there's going to be a lot of stuff going on in your mind. You're going to have thoughts and not everyone is going to be able to talk about get talked about in the moment. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's another tip as well. Another tip is get any information you can ready beforehand on my phone i'll have chrome pulled up with the brackets because sometimes a person that's running a stream is super busy and he forgets stuff and he might ask you hey what's the score or who's up next it's not as likely but some it, it, tournaments get so hectic that it's hard for one person to do all the things that are needed from them if everyone else isn't doing their job uh, sometimes crap happens technical difficulties happen so there might be times where you might need to have information like that so pull up the brackets if you can if it's accessible on smash.gg or challenge the other bit of information is like character knowledge you know if you have any reliable sources of notes if you have any notes for characters if you want to pull the frame meter like i know you have tekken chicken or t7 apps i always pull up v frames or fat because i want to know the frame data so i'll Usually I'll queue up both the apps and put one character on each app that's being fought. That way I can look at the frame data. You know, the camera's not on me, so I can have that there and kind of like glaze down at it and, and look to check the, the references, check the numbers, check the name of a move. I, if I want to know the name of a move, I'll look it up real quick because there's no way you're going to know everything. So just have the information that you might need readily available and, and eliminate any unnecessary stuff. So don't, don't have any social media. You know, I did talk about your, your phone, but make sure you turn it, put it on silent. Turn off the vibrate. You don't have to put it in airplane mode, but make sure notifications are just turned off. You don't want to see anything not relevant to the match. Uh, so I caution you if you do pull out your phone to make sure that you don't have any distracting apps running on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you guys can actually coordinate. Something that Sage Jam said that I like that he does with like Tasty Steve is they actually hand gest they, they give like hand gestures to each other saying like, hey, I got, I got something I want to say real quick. Or like they'll tap them or something like that, letting them know, okay, wrap up what I'm saying and then give you a second to add on or, or just like, you know, end it really quickly. So if you have some sort of non-verbal communication to let each other know that you want to say something, that's that's ideal. Um, that's why I think Tasty Steve and Say Jam or Tasty Steve and, and Yipes uh, are, are so good together or uh, James Chin and Ultra David, they're a good pair. Like the both of them together are really good because they have chemistry already and it's easier to give each other feedback. Kind of a side note, something else I didn't think about, another tip, is if he's, if you're friends with this person, treat it like a fighting game where afterwards you talk about how each other did and you just be very objective. 
you know, when you're not trying to hurt each other's feelings, there's going to be times where you use the same word over and over and over again, and then it starts to get stale. You may not be the first person to notice that. Uh, so if you notice it in your friend, point that out and also be prepared for that kind of stuff if they point that out to you. Because I, I know that I use certain words like, uh, what's one that I, I say a lot? Uh, it's like something like what's going to happen or let's let's see what happens or something like that. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, something along those lines. And I, I hate because like now I notice that I say it and I'm like, dang, I say it way too many times or there's things like that. So you want to try to mix it up, like preemptively find words to replace the words that you say a lot. So that way you can kind of mix it up. I love Sejam commentary strictly because of his segues alone. I think that segues are super amazing and he has some of the best, like when he segues to a plug is just so well done, which brings me to my next topic, which is plugging the venue. Did you see that segue? It was, it was godlike, right? No, not really. Probably not. Uh, I cracked myself up. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Uh, all right, all right. You can do yourself a lot of good favors by plugging the venue as many times as you can without sounding like you're, I guess, shilling, so to speak. Because at the end of the day, wherever you're at, and, and probably sponsors as well, they'll usually let you know. Um, if they don't talk about sponsors, ask them about sponsors. Like, hey, who are the sponsors we should be talking about if there's any downtime? Find out what they do and find a way to talk about it in a way that like feels comfortable to you. Um, and a lot of people are very uncomfortable with like doing plugs and stuff like that. But I mean, one that's, that's kind of business, the most objective level it's, it's business, but also you have to think about it as you're helping the community be sustainable by talking about the venue. Like, you know, this venue, this, this tournament is brought to you by LFG gaming. Um, you know, there are a game, a bar, a barcade here in Kalamazoo, Michigan. You want to talk about the city as well. The, the, the city that's always, always good, especially the more popular it is, the better it is because there's different organizations within cities. Like we have Discover Kalamazoo that wants to bring more people in. If you're talking about the city, like you're helping them out. So a lot of people are really uncomfortable with plugs, but it takes a little bit of practice. I have like years and years of sales, so it's really easy for me to talk about something um, but I usually, I, I like to, if I'm like truly selling something that's different, like, you know, my coaching or something like that, I have confidence in that, but when it comes to like a product, like a gaming chair or something like that, I have no connection to it. So you, you want to try to find like a snippet that's already there, try to read that and then maybe reword it in a way that feels more comfortable and natural to you. Um, that's, that's more on the business side of things. It's like you go to a job, maybe you don't necessarily like it, but it's just something that's professional that, that helps the organization that is helping to promote you if it wasn't for that venue or that sponsor this wouldn't be able to happen um so at the very least that's something that you could say i think that's just something that a lot of people don't really think about uh on the more amateur level I, I, there's no word for that like I, I wouldn't consider myself a professional by any means but i've watched and paid attention to like specifically commentary i've done a lot um for different events uh, i think the biggest one that i could say is like the yomacon battle opera like that's that's the biggest one that i think i did i did michigan masters last year but I think the Yomacon is like the longest, like where I did like 10 to 16 hours of commentary over the weekend. It was like in two days, it was bananas. <laughs> so like your openers and your closers are also kind of important. Like that's usually when, when you want to do it. It's like, hello and welcome to the name of the event here at the venue in the name of the city. We have so-and-so going on. Like if you have to do the introduction, you don't, I don't know where, where they're throwing you in, if they're throwing you at the very beginning or if they're just like tossing you in when it's already going on. So that's that's one thing you want to mention is like, as soon as you're you're coming in, you want to mention the name of the venue or the name of the event, the name of the venue and the name of the city and state, or at least the city. If it's something, if it's Chicago, you don't have to say Chicago, Illinois. Everyone knows it's Chicago, Illinois. But if it's like Fort Wayne, there's like 
Fort Wayne, Indiana, Fort Wayne, Alabama. So stuff like that you can kind of pick and choose. But yeah, remember that remember that order. It is event name, venue name, and then city. City state. Uh, and then the same thing if you're closing, it's the same thing. Thank you guys so much for coming in and checking out the stream here at the name of the venue and or the name of the event at the name of the venue at the name of the city. Uh, that's that's the way you close it out. That's the way you open it up as well. And it's also how you kind of kill time in between each match as well. So you you'll get used to the pattern by the end of the stream, depending on how many hours you're putting in, you'll you'll have that down to a spiel. Something else that I don't have on here is try to think about how you can explain things for the layman but also keep the, the novice, the intermediate, and the professional engaged as well. Uh, so you want to be able to bring in new people by explaining what's going on, but also not make it so simplified that it feels like you're insulting the intelligence of better players, if that makes any sense. Hopefully that helps. Hopefully you have some of that written down. Don't be afraid to bring a notebook with you. I always bring a notebook when I'm commentating because like, when I, when I got there, they were like, hey, you're doing the intro. Just make sure you mention what I told you, basically. He was like, well, he didn't tell me it like that, but he said, make sure you say Kobo Center. Uh, or Yomakon Battle Opera, Kobo Center, and then the city. Like that's what he t- like that he he told me. You know, uh, I mean Detroit. He said Detroit, but I was like, no, no, like that's the same thing I see pretty much anywhere. You watch any commentary, the person that's the opener and the closer, they're probably going to say that. Um, and so I was like, Kobo Center. I, that's weird. I can't remember that. So I just wrote it down on a notebook. I had the notebook open. Like I opened it up on my phone on top of it and just glanced down at it before I started talking. Like you know, maybe it looks like I have a teleprompter down there or something like that. It doesn't really matter. Uh, I just wanted the reminder. So I was like saying it to myself until I remembered it, saying it to myself until I remembered it. And then I was like, okay, cool. I got it. I got it. My memory is terrible. So I have to like sit there and kind of like go over it over and over and over again until I got it right. But if you want to be like a good commentator, I think those are the things that you have to do that separate yourself from other players. Pull inspiration from other people. Like I, I, I do this personally, but I also think it's funny that Yipes does it. Like when someone's doing a combo or like, yeah, basically a combo. He's like, uh, 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 uh. like <laughs> I, I do that too, but like I don't think I got it from him, but I think that like he made me feel like it was okay to do that. Uh, because it felt weird doing it around people, but then like I, I would do it with my friends when I was commentating, I would want to do that kind of stuff. And then the more I watched Yipes playing, I was like, Oh, okay, all right, yeah, like he's really popular and he does it. He doesn't care. Why should I care too? Um, or sometimes I'll just make up weird words for things. Sometimes I like to have fun and I'll throw weird references in there just to see if people will like notice it. <laughs> but it's mainly for personal satisfaction and also kind of a challenge to like use like an anime reference. That's kind of a fun side thing, but yeah, it's 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 something I like to do. All right, and there you have this episode. Please feel free to let me know what you guys think. I really appreciate and value your input. I've been having some great conversations over at Twitter and on Facebook about the state of the FGC and everything within it. Uh, So I really want to continue doing stuff like this, experimenting and seeing what is the most useful. How can I be most useful to the FGC? So make sure if you like this, hit that like button, share it and get the conversation going with the other people of the FGC. And also make sure you subscribe so that you can get updates on whenever I update new content, whenever I update new content, whenever I upload new content. (laughs) So thank you guys so much. I'm going to get out of here. And as always, I hope you guys have a good one and I'll see you all in the next one.